Oh, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I don't have it, but I'm just going to fire it up. Listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts Metro, Sig, and Snake. What's up, Garbage Heads? Episode 38 The Boys Are Back in Town. Zig and Matrol both here. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Fellas. I'd like the record to show that I am indeed uh, drinking a alcoholic beverage, but it was cracked post introduction song. So, well, that's some garbage. Pre introduction song. Yeah, I, I cracked it like I don't know five minutes before we started recording this rookie mistake. Oh, okay, garbage. So, what's up, fellas? How was your weekend, brothers? <sighs> Busy weekend. I've been the busiest call weekend I've had. They- so, another disclaimer: I could, I could just. Just have to peace out at any minute here. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you were busy with that. Is that a contributing factor to why you watch no football on Sunday? Um, I got home. I was in the at work from like eight until two o'clock today, so I missed like Dang. the first quarter of every game, but not completely to blame. Yeah, I'd say it's a bad weekend for uh, bone injuries. Match will just jump in right into it there. <laughs> it sure is. Bad weekend to be a hip or something, Zig? Uh, hips. Big toes. Uh, yeah, they're all going down. Fib- Ankles. Fibia, tibia. I, my, yeah, I myself have been a victim. But, uh-huh. So I just want, I'm not going to, I'm not going to break any HIPAA laws, but I just want to let the garbage heads know that I'm playing hurt tonight. That's just putting yourself in an absolute box there, Zig. Just a pretzel. Can you violate yourself for a HIPAA law? Do you think it's possible? Some Dexter Williams in a foot race. Garbage head listeners Joe gonna Man. call me out on some yeah. I was with a, a kid this weekend, but he is currently studying law school and we happened to watch um some horseback cops talk to a couple of fellas selling fake merchandise, fake Penn State licensed merchandise. And I think the horse cops were talking to them no less than one hour and we weren't sure how it was going to end up but we were getting ready to send him over there and get some lawyer talk going he (laughs) he summed it up pretty pretty easily he was basically like the one thing you should ask is am i under arrest and depending on the cop's answer if he says no then you say am i free to go and if he says uh yes then obviously you leave if he says no then you say i want a lawyer am i being detained yeah, maybe that was the right question. Am I being detained? And if the answer to that was yes, then I think he said you should just say I want a lawyer and then those are your last words. And you yeah. just stand there. Don't even here's a here's an idea. Don't even ask if you're being detained because maybe they're too dumb to say. Because if you just leave it as I'm not being arrested or whatever, then you just say, All right, then I'm I'm peacing. Geopolitical trivia. What are those called? That's, there's a phrase for that, right? Miranda rights. A, a technicality. A technicality. <laughs> Miranda rights is what I was looking for. We That's should, like yeah, you're go. under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. 
that's those are your Miranda rights. Matro, give us the origin of Miranda rights. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna have to use one of my lifelines. Okay, I'll tell you. There was this woman named Miranda driving across the country, and she was just boozing the whole way. And <laughs> she got pulled over at one point, and the cop knocked on her window and started to arrest her, but she was never read her rights, so she just kept her drive across the country, I think. That sounds like it could be legit. Are you being serious? Yeah. Huh. You, yeah, th- you I think that, that had one. a lick of seriousness to it? <laughs> There, there was. I'll chime in and say, uh, there. It was like a court case where somebody got off because they weren't read their rights. They, they had rights that were supposed to be read before, but they didn't have a, a name to them. And then there was this big court case, so it was named the Miranda rights. It has to be because someone named Miranda got in trouble, right? Yeah, for boozing across the country, I believe. That's what was I, the. Uh, it's my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good geopolitical trivia there. Yeah. All right. Before we get into any trivias, I wanted to start you guys off with a few topics here. Um. Oh, it, I should have also mentioned we're glad to have you back, Sig. Yeah, welcome back, brother. And thanks for playing yeah. her. Thanks for subbing in. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be back. All right. I just want everyone's. Uh, Give me like your 20 or 30 second thoughts on Antonio Brown, the latest news. I think that he's the smartest guy ever. <laughs> Is it possible? Because because he wanted to go to the Patriots all along. Two. And he, he knew that the Steelers would never deal him there. So he just goes to some team and starts causing a ruckus. And you know that that's Bill Belichick's thing is he's just going to pick up some some guy that just shouldn't make any sense. So you're and turn him into Super Bowl champion. Yeah, you're like mostly serious when you said that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm convinced as well. I really, truly thought he was like clinically insane, but today, as of uh, Sunday morning, I really started to wonder if he played a genius game there. What do you think, Matril? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think he knew what he was doing the whole time. It's just he so, knew he wasn't going to win a ring in Oakland. Yeah, I think that's what it came down to. But it is odd that he agreed to play there, isn't it? Couldn't he have gone about it some other way? I mean, I would have taken 29 mil guaranteed. That's not too bad. Maybe, Although then Julio got just got... It. Well, he would have, yeah. Julio just got 66 guaranteed. 64 at signing, I think I saw. That's pretty damn good. Here, sign on this line, we'll hand you 64 mil. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um the taxes on that are probably killer though. Yeah, so I was I don't I heard news of this on like uh Saturday right before the Penn State game kicked off and I don't know, I guess I should have seen it coming, but I was pretty infuriated that it worked out that way. It just sucks, especially being a Dolphins fan. That's Oh yeah, he's just gonna terrorize the Finns. Yeah, really looking Fins. forward to watching that. The Finns are one of the teams that Give the Patriots a little little trouble every they year. Usually though, take I one. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. go out on a limb and say they're not gonna get one this year, boys. <laughs> Seems like they had a pretty good showing to start the season today. Well, with uh, did that former Arizona Cardinal guy play at quarterback? Um, Rosen, no. Fitz, yeah, Fitz Magic started. 
Oh yeah, of course. Had mediocre. He's, he's going to play the first seven games. Yeah, you would think he'll grab a couple wins and really put the franchise in the wrong direction too, like just the opposite <laughs> of what they need. But he, that Rosen came in in the second half, maybe because it was they were probably down forty or something like that at that point. But that's a oh. good transition. Also wanted to talk about the Dolphins' success today against Lamar Jackson. I don't know what your guys' feelings on Lamar Jackson, but I'm pretty high on this guy. And I think he threw for like 305 TDs today. I'm still a little bit upset that <laughs> the Dolphins didn't draft that guy. I think Mattrell said he he might have burned himself on the on the fantasy. Front. Yeah, I got a pretty good you'll have that. Uh, related to Mark Lamar Jackson, um, decided not to put him in my fantasy lineup and he proceeds to throw. And also, so in the league I'm in, you play the backup automatically. So I basically have Lamar Jackson and then RG three. So yeah. Yeah. So basically <laughs> had Lamar Jackson on the bench, five TDs and RG three threw another one. So left six TDs and, um, almost 400 yards on the bench. It's good to hear. This might be this might be a dumb question, but can your flex position player be a quarterback? No, there are two quarterback leagues though. Okay, because I was talking to somebody today, and they said they made the mistake of not putting Lamar Jackson at the flex position. I was like, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> uh, maybe in some weird league, I'm not aware of, but not in any league I've ever heard of. Okay. All right, that's uh. I think that was over a minute on fantasy football. So that's where I'm going to, oh, okay. I'm a known hater of fantasy football. I'm going to allow 60 seconds per week on fantasy football. Just so you guys know, <laughs> just cut it off at 60 seconds, yeah. no matter what, Yeah, no matter where you are in discussing it. Um, uh, the only other note I wanted to talk about was I also want to go on public record. I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but as soon as you draft Kyler Murray, the, the Cardinals, I think you have to trade any asset you have or the rest of your picks, whatever you have to do to draft the other guy he was throwing the touchdowns to, Marquise Brown. Like, I'm glad that, that he's playing with Lamar Jackson and he'll get a chance to light it up, but I would have loved to see them keep the Oklahoma boys together there. That was a real connection. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Antonio's cousin or something? Yeah, I think it truly is his cousin. I heard that once. And at first I was like, someone's making a joke, but I, I'm pretty sure they are like blood related. Poor guy. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it, Matchel. <laughs> he might be cousins with the smartest person on earth. Well, that's true. Still kind of a moron, but. <laughs> okay. And then the last note I wanted to tell you guys before we dive in here is that um, I regret to inform you. I think this will probably sting Zig a little more than Matchel. On Saturday, while we were tailgating, Zig, I tried to fire up college football streams, Reddit, and the page is actually no more. You cannot stream on there anymore. That's garbage. Complete garbage. Why? They just banned it. I don't know if like Reddit decided it shouldn't be on there or what. And then um I'm sure it was the NCAA. Somehow. I'm sure it way. was. Yeah. Yeah. Someone just yeah. told Mark Emmert what Reddit is. And he just outlawed it. He just. I'm gonna it. swing back to. I'm gonna swing back to the NCAA later on here, fellas. Okay, good. Uh, the good that's, news though is that's a little foreshadow. Nice, but the good news is, uh, just to let both of you know, 
NFL Reddit streams seem to be working as of today. So hopefully it just sticks to the NCAA thing. That doesn't work in Warren, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was so perfect. As he said that, I could hear like his audio shitting the bed, probably from his Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> God. All right. Um, I think it's time to get into it, boys. So I scooped up a last second sports trivia and a geopolitical. So whatever you have, Zig, we can start with. Okay, I have a sports, and I'm going to need to f- swing back and find it here. This is hilarious. You want me to just go for it right now? Yeah, rip into your sports. So this one's completely unverified. I was looking through just deleting old threads in my messages and found one with myself where I must have sent this sports trivia to myself, probably intoxicated. Like nice. a reminder to yourself? Yeah. So yeah. You I do that yourself. sometimes. You just text yourself. You guys do that? Uh, I think I used to do that, and then I started reverting to the notes app. The only time yeah. I do that, yeah. well, for whatever reason, is when I'm flying somewhere and I need to remember where I parked my car. I'll text myself the section. <laughs> that is the most random. Okay. Thing. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but, I don't know why I just anyways, don't put a note in, but yeah. Anyways, so the timestamp on it is Sunday, December 16th, and I can only assume that that was 2018. <laughs> so so we're diving back a little bit here. Okay. But what I have what I have is the percentage of NHL players who have lost a tooth in a game. Hmm. Oh my goodness, this is good. <laughs> And and it it might not be up to date if you want to, like I said, this is from the December 16th. Depending on how many, like how long their timeline is of collecting data, the percentage shouldn't really move as long as they have like a good six months worth of data or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least I wouldn't think. But Matchell, what's your initial thoughts? Over or under 50%? Uh, I'm probably leaning under 50. I think I'm leaning over. Really? I'm at, I'm at like a third. Give me 33%. See, I just think that's too low. I feel like, I don't know, 30% of these guys fight each other. So just punching each other in the face, you're going to have a pretty good chance of knocking one out. And then just stray pucks. Yeah, I want over 50. I'll say like 64%. Whoa, hold on, hold on. We're talking hockey here? Yeah, it was hockey. That would be NHL. All right. For some reason, I was thinking uh, football, but I'll stick with my thirty-three <laughs> <laughs> percent. Okay, that was that was probably my. You guys can just blame it on my internet from now on. Really, probably cut cut out a little bit there. So you're sticking with thirty-three though, Matchroll. Uh yeah, sure. Okay, and Snake, you said sixty-four. All right, Snake was pretty darn close. It is over fifty, and. At least what, according to myself, back in December, it was 68%. <laughs> um, any sort of verification by yourself there? Or is that maybe just one you came up with <laughs> in a drunken state and decided it was real? I have I have no idea. I'm going to have to dig back into the archives and see what I was doing the night of December 16th. Because awesome. I do not remember that at all. That's awesome. I'm Seems like you, probably a podcast night. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say you saw that or heard it on a podcast. 
seems like a pretty random <laughs> thing to be making up. It was like uh, finding a little golden nugget. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great. But one that's too. all. I, that's all I had. So. All right. Very good. Um, my last second sports trivia I dug up, inspired by a tweet from Gil Brandt. When do you guys think the Hail Mary was born? Um, probably like 1961. Um, or are we talking about the prayer? Oh, because I want to, I want to go back a little bit further. No, you're getting sports trivia confused with geopolitical zig. Don't worry. We, we oh, are, okay. We're talking about the, the football toss, the Hail Mary. <laughs> okay. Natural. Um, Oh, man. I'm going to say it was a little later. Give me 1970. All right. Matril edges you out there, Zig. Uh, what did you say, 61? 61, yeah. Yeah, it looks like we have um, 1975, the birth of the Hail Mary, December 28th. Uh, it was a toss from Roger Staubach. Must have tossed a Hail Mary down 14 to 10, playing for the Cowboys to supposedly invent the Hail Mary, December 28th, 1975. So Matchell takes that one. Yeah, baby. Damn it. A little rusty zig. Uh, yeah. He's just getting started. A little rusty, little rusty nail in the toe. <laughs> Literally. All right. Uh, geopolitical trivia. I have one for you guys. Give me the name of the city that it has the greatest population in the continent of North America. The city with the highest population in the continent of North America. It's mm. probably like Mexico City or something. Yeah, that was one that popped into my head there. I think, um, is that what you're going with, Matril? Yeah, I'll stick with it. All right, I like that one. But since you took it, I'll go with um, L.A. Okay. Um, so I should have specified we are talking metropolitan population, but Matril does win this one. Apparently Mexico city is working with a population of 20.9 million and New York city follows them at about 20.2 million. LA is third though, Zig 13.3. I think LA and New York city have to go back and forth all the time. Uh, there's, at that, who knows who the hell is like determining what a metropolitan population is? Yeah, true. I, I will never understand how that works, but right now they're saying there's seven million difference in between the two. So by this person's rankings, I don't think, I don't think that LA could catch New York City. Chicago Son coming in fourth at nine and a half. Chi Town. That's my only geopolitical fellas. But good, good work not falling for the trick there. I, I wanted you both just to say New York immediately. It was tempting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to say that I redeemed myself by thinking of Mexico City on that one. Yeah, it sounded like you were on Mexico City as well. So partial credit. Okay, let's move along. I have a bitch of the week. I'm going to call this a questionable bitch of the week. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to, I think it was last week's pod zig. But Matt oh, yeah. and I were giving it to the punter for who'd that guy play for? Yeah. St. <laughs> Francis. St. Francis. Again, questionable, <laughs> like half-joking bitch of the week. I witnessed uh, 
I think it was a double bone break on the Buffalo punter. The Penn State guy came screaming through the line to get the block. Shout out, shout out Journey Brown. Oh, was it Journey Brown? I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah, it was Journey Brown. Journey Journey Brown blocked a punt. Yes. He not He's only He's a running he, back. Actually, I kind of want to say that he didn't block that punt, Matril. I think that thing flew through the air. I think they said he got a piece of it. Okay. Otherwise it would have been otherwise it would have been roughing the kicker. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember so I don't know if you saw this zig, but he came screaming through there and it was like bang bang between the punter getting it off and getting wrecked. And basically his leg swings up through and he gets the punt off, but just I want to say his shin hit Journey Brown's like thigh area and just Ooh. like UFC styled his leg, you know, like those Ooh. sort of videos Ooh. where it just hanging on by a yeah. thread. Yeah. Like skin is holding it together. It was probably the guy's Ooh. sock that was holding his leg. Yeah. Okay. Another, another one. That. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Another bone broken this weekend, huh? Yeah. It's a big week for bone breaks. Uh, my one question is that, about that was how the hell does that not happen way more often though? Oh yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Seems pretty, it's pretty scary being a punter. Yeah. Especially when someone comes busting through the line like that. Uh, does, does that kid get a lot of playing time? I saw they put up a touchdown last week, but wasn't sure if he just got in cause it was, uh, an absolute blowout. No, I don't know what's going to, or sorry, yes, but I don't know what, how it's going to work. But basically, Penn State has like four running backs that could probably be like oh. all Americans. Like two of them are yeah, freshmen. Yeah, I was going to say they've got, but they have like a redshirt sophomore, and I think Journey Brown might be a true sophomore. But he, they're all going to play a little bit, and that guy's good. I mean, I guess as expected. Well, he's got like the state record in the hundred meter dash. He's fast. Yeah, and he only put up like 700 yards in a single game in high school. Yeah, I want to say it was yeah. like 760 or something. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Decent no. season's worth in one night. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> the, oh, the other thing I was going to tell you guys is when that happened, when that guy uh, got that kick partially blocked and broke his leg, the someone on Buffalo kind of turned towards the official and gave him like the what the hell, like throw the flag look. And all we did was we looked at the official and he was just doing the thing where he's like tapping his fingertips together as if to indicate like the ball got tipped. And at that time we were just kind of like laughing, like, oh, hell yeah, we got away with one. And then after that guy laid on the field for a while, felt pretty bad. Yeah, that looked like it might have hurt a little bit. Yeah, it, it was an ugly scene. So thoughts and prayers to that guy in all seriousness. I'm watch, watching the video right now. Yeah, it's ugly, Zig. Oh. If you don't... <laughs> Did this punter just break his leg? <laughs> A question. Was there any question of it? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the broadcast wouldn't even play a replay of it. Oh, it's just flinging around there. <laughs> yeah, the one of the spectators next to me was like genuinely confused. He's like, why aren't they showing the replay? I want to see that block. And I was like, well, probably because that guy's still laying on the field. Something bad probably happened, man. Yeah, what a what a bitch. Definite bitch of the week. <laughs> At least walk off the field. Hop off the field. <laughs> one, off leg, the field. one leg hanging, just swinging as you're hopping well, off the field. 
That link that you sent to us, Matt, there was one tweet in there that said that he was super chill as he called for the medical staff. Yeah, he was just like, he was sit, just like sitting on the field, just like waving his hand, like kind of casually. It's just like, oh, not again. <laughs> I mean, if we are comparing him to the St. Francis guy, I mean, bitch of the week, right? Because that guy, we decided <laughs> that guy hopped right up and jogged off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, this guy was not jogging off. Yeah, and that guy didn't have a broken leg. He had like broken vertebrae, vertebrae I would say. <laughs> Definite concussion. Yeah, probably a more serious injury, really. Yeah. A little broken leg never hurt anyone. I expect Buffalo's punter to be out there in a cast next week. <laughs> Did our guy uh, coach Matril, Hugh Freeze? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I saw earlier in the week that he was talking with doctors about whether or not he was going to make the trip. I never, never saw if he made it or not. Oh, good news. They lost again, and it looks like he coached from a medical chair this time. Oh, nice. that means what the hell is a medical chair it was at like a 45 degree incline instead of the hospital bed <laughs> yeah that that's pretty much what it means while we're talking about last like last week's stuff i wanted to say it's exhilarating listening to the podcast and not knowing what's coming yeah you like being on the other side of things <laughs> to get a i do taste of it i we'll have to die and laughing a couple of times i have a. Uh... One other note from last week's call. I'm pretty sure I made uh, – I need to make a correction. Matt, when I was telling you about that Domino's pizza order, I should have looked it up. I love like trying to correct something and not even looking it up. I'm pretty sure I said it was 10,000 bitcoins. Yeah, yeah, And then I spit out like some dollar amount. I just want to – I'm pretty sure I way undershot it. 10,000 bitcoins is currently $104 million. So <sighs> – <laughs> That's some expensive dough. Yeah, that is. <laughs> some good saw. I would probably damn near buy you the company at this point, but that guy got like a couple larges with it. <laughs> Worth it. All right, so that's that's my uh, correction from last week. What uh, what else you got, Zig? Um, I think I've got some good DOAs here. Oh yeah, hit us with some DOAs. Um, my first one is going to be a toss up, whether you guys know him or not, I'll give you his real name is William David Daniels. I'm 99% positive. You don't know who that is, but if you guys watch boy meets world at all, when you're younger, anybody, I think I know the show. I don't know if I'm going to know the character. Okay. I've seen it some, and I have a guess as to who the character might be. Yeah. It's Mr. Feeney. Yeah. Mr. Feeney. If I Google Mr. Feeney, will it spoil it? I'm going to do it. Um, no, it'll probably just bring up a picture of him from the show. Okay, I can... And that was like early 2000s, late 90s or something. Okay, so Alex Trebek played Mr. Feeney. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Yeah, I have no idea who that is, so I can guess. But Mattrell sounds more familiar, so he should guess first. I want to say he died recently. Yeah, I would say he died, but I don't think it was recently. That guy looks old as shit. So we're both going dead in here? Yeah, I like dead. All right. Guy's still still going. Dang it. He's 92 years old right now. So go ahead and find a picture of him now. Matchell just said dang it. I'd just like to say that I'm... <laughs> 
anti-dang it stance on that. I'm glad to hear that that person's alive. That was a dang it that I missed. Okay. William Daniels, am I looking him up? Yeah. Look for him now. Um, Definite, definite old guy now, and but looks pretty healthy, like a healthy old guy. I was going to say, the first couple images I see here, he looks damn good. Yeah. When I Googled Mr. Feeney, he didn't look so hot, but this William Daniels looks better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if Jeff Foxworthy so, and Alex Trebek got morphed <laughs> into one person, that's who I'm looking at. It's Mr. Feeney. All right. Um, so that's my first one. I've got one more for you guys. I'm hoping that you'll be a little bit more familiar with this one. It's Dwight Clark. Oh, the TD grab. Yeah, there you go. Not to be confused with, who was that guy that played for the Colts tight end and wore like a fullback number? Dwight something. Maybe his last name was Dwight. You know what I'm talking about? Used to catch passes from Dwight Freeney. No, that's true as well, though. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name, though. He was like number 44 or something. I know who you guys are talking about. Please tell me that guy's name wasn't even Dwight. Who the... Dallas Clark? Yes, that's what it was. (laughs) Dwight and the Clark wrong. Okay. (laughs) And he was number 44. I lost my train of thought there. We're talking about not Dwight Dwight Clark. Clark. Dwight Clark. Okay. I'm going to say dead. You're going to... Matural, you know who this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that guy's alive. Yeah, my... My rationale is that I see a lot of, what's his name? Who who threw the pass? Young? Montana, wasn't it? Montana. Okay, Montana. I see French a lot Montana. of him. I don't see a lot of Dwight Clark on my TV screen, so I'm going to say he unfortunately must be no longer with us. Okay, Snake's going dead. Matro, are you going alive? Yes. All right. Snake's a, Snake is right on this one. Dwight Clark, unfortunately, died at age 61 of Luke Eric's disease. Ah, damn it. See, that's a good damn it there, Matro. See how I yeah. did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody told me that one recently, and I didn't believe it at all. It's like, there's no way. That guy's too young. Is there another but, name for Luke Eric's disease? ALS. Uh, ALS? Yeah. Otherwise known as... A myotrophic lateral sclerosis. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Not yeah. ALS. That. That's like <laughs> the worst disease ever, isn't it? Isn't that when all your like limbs stop working and stuff? Yeah, working? more or less. Yeah, that stinks. That's too bad. Oh man. Twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, was it more a more recent one too, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Dude, those that this game's the worst when someone like that died like within a year or two. I thought we were never going COD. That's a good point. Some sometimes uh, it just calls for a COD. My bad, yeah. Uh unfortunate but good DOA. There's a do you have any left? Uh that's gonna do it for me, fellas. All right. I have a couple different ones here for you this go around. I have a literal lyrics for you guys. My literal lyrics today is by Post Malone. Just a PSA to Garbage Heads. Post Malone has a new body of work. Um, It's called Hollywood's Bleeding. I'm giving it a good review after listening through it like one and a half times. I think it's good. Uh, One of these songs on here is called... Definitely should have looked at how to pronounce this, but I think it's called Saint Tropez. Saint dash... Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. What is that? Is that a place? Um, 
I think it is a place, but I see that it's like a product. I'm pretty sure. I've seen that as a product somewhere. All right. Also, um, what's his name? That one uh, rapper who looks like a homeless guy. The, J. Cole. He has he has a song called That's Central a good way to describe so. J. Cole. He has a song called that as well? <laughs> I'm, I'm 99% Now that you sure. say that, I'm buying it. I feel like he has a Saint something too, and it's probably Trope. I'm on board with that. All right, so we got some lyrics here. It comes in the first verse of this song. Such a long time. Oh, this shit bliss. I'm so rich. Abs like Abercrombie Fitch. Okay. Versace boxes on my dick. Get ready right here. All right, I, I didn't even realize that second part there, but I was trying to point out that we have a line here that says Bud Light running through my piss. Ooh. <laughs> and then there's a line right behind it that I just realized as I'm reading the lyrics. On a yacht, 50 meters insufficient. That must mean it's insufficient. So that's a whole nother one, I think. A 50-meter yacht is not big enough. Ooh. But the Bud Light running through my piss... <laughs> I don't know if you want to step in here, Zig. It's almost dipping into Zig's medical corner, but I did a quick Google search on this uh, phenomena. Do you think it's possible or not? That you could piss out straight Bud Light? Let's not call it straight. Could Bud Light run through your piss? Oh, I'm saying yes. Okay, that, that is correct from my 10 seconds of research here. It Tell me where I go wrong here, Zig, but without your, what, liver, I'm not sure what the word is, metabolizing, processing mm -hmm. the alcohol, it can leave your body in a variety of forms such as sweat or piss. <laughs> would you agree with that? I would agree with that. So I was going to say also if your kidneys weren't working. Oh, kidneys play a role here too? Yeah, they're not filtering stuff out of your blood. Then it's just going straight, straight Bud Light. <laughs> straight Bud Light piss. So if you were in like liver and kidney failure, you'd it could probably be straight Bud Light. <laughs> you'd also be very sick and shouldn't be drinking Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did want to double dip, you could go patches of Hulahan and <laughs> keep that buzz running. You could. <laughs> I. I never thought I'd say this, but when I first heard that lyric, I was like, no shot. I'm going to bust that myth, but I, I think we can confirm it. He probably, at times, definitely does have Bud Light running through his piss. All right, and on another note, I just Googled 50-meter yachts. Looks like we're doing upwards of like 30 or 40 uh, euro symbols, so whatever that converts to in dollars. It's it's a pretty penny. And that's yeah, a, only that's like 150 feet. Yeah. Half a football field. That ain't bad. Nah. All right, so that's my literal lyrics. That's a good one. New new and updated. Yeah. I wanted to, because I had another one in the vault here, but I'm going to hang on to it. I wanted to do the the one that's hot. So you guys get Post Malone this week. And next week, I think you're going to get some Jason Aldean. Wow. It's like a complete 180. There we go. All right. Um I think we talked about tossing in some super colds of the week here. 
Yeah, I could if you if you wanted to. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Coors Light. We got a reg on it as well. We're pulling super colts all day. Okay, we're regging and we're pulling. And Engie's on top of it. And Engie's right there. What do you have for us, Sig? Um, I was down in um, Charlotte for Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting a couple breweries. One of them that I stopped at was Sycamore Brewery. Pretty good stuff. Mountain Candy IPA. Um, probably the best one I had down there, but just just pretty much everything that an IPA should be, I believe. Um, nothing nothing crazy. Not a hazy guy or anything, but but good stuff. Great brewery spot too, Zig. I didn't. Oh, know you, you been were, there? Yeah, I didn't know you were down there, but I could have given you a couple recommendations. We probably hit four or five. Places. Oh, I hit four or five. Okay, I need to figure out what this one was. It was just run by complete hippies, and they had like six different New England IPAs on tap, and they were all good. I'm going back and looking at where I went. I went to a percent tap house. I think Noda Brewing is one of them we stopped at. Oh, man. I, we didn't stop there, but I had one at somewhere else. The jam session and one of the wor- probably the worst beer that I've had this year no to brewing jam session yeah i feel like i drank that one oh, okay i figured it out it's called resident culture did you go to mm-hmm. that i didn't Damn. gonna have to go back yeah drive back down immediately <laughs> i went i did stop in uh what was another one unknown that was a pretty good one yeah that's crazy yeah. there must be 30 different breweries in that city so oh yeah yeah Great, great uh, spot to hit if you're in the area, garbage heads. I do a terrible thing and just never go flights, though. That's what that's what really kicks me. Oh, you have to. That that's how I boost I my know. numbers. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like, there's something in me that just wants to get the full glass, and if it sucks, then I'm gonna suffer through it. That's that's kind of a veteran move, though, Zig. Yeah, flights are for children. <laughs> But yeah, so mountain mountain candy, that's mine. All right, I like it. I think I have a potential repeat here. I believe Zig might have thrown this one out before. He may not have. But Travman gave me a can of uh a stout this weekend. Ooh. It was called the brewery was called Belching Beaver. Not the best name. Belching Beaver Peanut Butter Milk Stout. <laughs> He, he, I went into it with the, with the quick review from Trav. He told me it was okay. I thought it was pretty, pretty phenomenal. I went four and a half on it. I don't know if you got your hands on that one or not, Zig. Yeah, I did. I'm trying to go back and see what I, what I rated that one. Oh, yeah, I went four. I thought it was pretty good. Um, mine had also been sitting in Trav's garage for probably like going through temperature cycles. For like two months, so that usually helps bring out the <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was still good nonetheless. There's a, I don't know if I have one of like there's a special one. It's like the same thing, but just a special release of it that was on the Tavor order, and I don't know if I ordered that or not. God, I would get back in might that be, thing. And might be beat. sitting in Trav's garage, <laughs> just cycling. Yep. <laughs> Every time Matchell and I hang out, it seems that we'll end up with, I don't know, maybe, what do you think, Matchell, a dozen soldiers? 
non-wounded soldiers. And then I typically hang on to them, leave them in my garage. It's usually something of like the Miller Lite variety. And then I just skunk them. And then next time I see Matchwell, I always bring them and we drink them. Yeah, that's uh, it's becoming my new favorite pastime. Just drinking skunk beers. I just refuse to throw out a beer. Yeah. 75 cent beer. Just will not do it. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that, boys. <laughs> Yak piss is not great to begin with. So might as well skunk it. Skunk it and knock them down. Do you have any... Uh, Bruise that you're dying to get off your chest, Matchel. I guess I could I could throw one out there. Um, had it last weekend and then inadvertently had it again last night and realized I couldn't log it. Um, but Bell's official hazy IPA, pretty good, solid IPA. Um, it wasn't real hazy though when it came out, so I was kind of confused about that. But it's old. All right. Well, it was pretty good. That's why we have Brewmaster Zig on this show. <laughs> Zig, how's the milkshake IPA coming? Oh, I added, um, we're getting there, fellas. Did some, um, what, added the vanilla beans and the coconut shavings yesterday or two days ago. I don't know what. And added some more hops this morning. Zig, I realize I'm, this is very late input, but if this beer is overwhelmingly coconutty i'm gonna be mad at you that's there's a good chance of that because damn it there's a whole lot of coconut shavings in it all right i'll just drink snake's share <laughs> you, you like that stuff Matchel? Uh i'm perfectly fine with it yep i guess i shouldn't even ask that Matchel, i don't think there's a food on this earth that Matchel won't get into <sighs> there's a couple anchovies would probably be one Okay, I'll mark I'll mark that down for Matchel. Matchel doesn't like anchovies. All right, just text text yourself a note about that. <laughs> but I will be looking forward to get my hands on that zig. I want to at least give it a try before I can rule it out. Yeah, for sure. You guys need to come up and uh... break in the pad. Yeah, break it in. All right, a couple more segments here. I will start off with some fake quotes for you guys. Uh, I think we're going to do this format a little differently here. I have got three quotes, three people, and let's do a match them up style, I think. So these quotes are all real, but it's going to be a matter of you guys telling me person A did quote B, person B did quote C, that sort of thing, all right? All right. It's going to be tough. So I tried to stick with country singers here. Uh, we have Garth Brooks. Blake Shelton, and Willie Nelson. (laughs) Okay. All right. First quote coming at you. So quote number one. I wish the dickhead in the next room would either shut up or learn some English so I would at least know what he's planning to bomb. So quote number two. All my kids were raised on computers. They were homeschooled on the Internet, so they're pretty good at that stuff. And I'm proud of them, but I don't really keep up with it. Okay, quote number three. I've been taking batting practice in my barn where nobody can see... Fuck. I've been taking batting practice in my barn where nobody can see me, so I may be better than anyone thinks. I have these locked down. You're confident? I'm confident in all of mine. How you feel, Matchel? Oh, not great. Um, I think I can take a stab at him, though. 
Okay, so first quote was the racist one about the guy in the next room. Second quote was, my kids are raised on computers. They're all geniuses, and I don't understand it. And third one is the guy ripping BP in the barn. And we have right. Garth Brooks, Blake Shelton, Willie Nelson. All right, so I think Willie Nelson was the first one. Um, the second one about computers was Garth Brooks, and I think Blake Shelton's doing some BP. Okay. Zig. All right, all right. I'm on board with the first one being Willie Nelson. I want to switch up the next two. I know that Garth is a is a baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Although I don't know how old Blake Shelton is and with kids, so <laughs> I'm a little on the fence about that. All right. This worked out well. Matchell went zero for three. <laughs> Zig went one for three. Oh. I got tell me, tell, tell me. me Willie's doing batting practice. No, Zig's correct. Garth Brooks rips uh. the BP. That's not random at all that this guy is he, practicing batting practice by himself in a barn. He has like a big charity or something involved with baseball, and he was like playing with the Buckos like at spring games or something. <laughs> Just ripping cuts. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, very random. Uh, if you guys haven't figured it out, the Willie Nelson thing is, I pretty much baited you into thinking he made the racist quote, but that was actually Blake Shelton. So let's start tweeting at Blake Shelton, garbage heads. Let's see if we can get him canceled. And (laughs) the Willie Nelson must have, uh, had his kids raised on computers. So homeschooled on the internet. All right. All right. Those are pretty good. Uh, the last, uh, segment before we get to the last two. I forewarned you guys, we're doing people you hate. We got Zig here, so I want to go people you hate at the airport or on an airplane. So we'll just lump those both into the same one. Uh, I've I've said it on here before, Zig, but one of my all-time favorite quotes from you is you explaining how you didn't, you actually didn't miss that flight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But the flight missed you or something like that. I was there on time, and they had the doors closed. And they said, we can't open it. And I said, I can open it. <laughs> God, that's one of And they said, no, sir, you can't. And they promised, like... And I was like... <laughs> didn't they promise everyone in your exact situation that they assured yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, they're like, uh, we know that we were delayed a little bit here. We talked to the people, and I think yeah, it was Chicago. And they said that they will hold the plane because we are we are taking off right now. That's great. That so, was a good one. I uh, I like Delta after that one. <laughs> You're a big Delta guy now. Yeah. Um, so I can kick us off here with one. People I hate most at the airport. Um, I think I've said this on here before. Anyone that's taking their shoes off, whether it's in the <laughs> terminal or on the plane, if you have your shoes off, I, you're going to make my hate list immediately. Whoa. Whoa, buddy. What if I'm rocking sandals to the airport and that's, I need to take them off for secured purposes? Okay. I should have stated, well, number one, you should be TSA pre-check and you, you wouldn't have to take off your sandals. True. But, <laughs> but um, I, I will excuse anyone going through regular TSA for a 10-second window and that's it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Is there any other grievances with that one? Not from my end. Okay. Matra, why don't you throw yours out? 
All right. Um, mine has sort of a caveat to it, but mine is the person who, like, you're you land, you get up to the gate, and you're just waiting to get off. And you know, normal people just kind of wait their turn and go row by row. And I understand that, you'd like, maybe if you're in a hurry to catch your connecting flight or something, I'll let it slide. But if you're behind me and you're like standing in the aisle halfway up the plane, get out of here. Everybody else is trying to get off the plane too, and you're just slowing down the process. Yeah, that's uh, I'm sure that's a worldwide accepted one. I didn't put that on my list because I think that person is just more so unintelligent than rude. I think they're just stupid <laughs> and they don't understand. Like maybe it's their first plane ride ever, but and they don't understand the format. But I think it's kind of just common sense. But yeah. I think it should be common sense too. Was that on your list, Zig? Uh, if I thought long enough, it definitely would have would have been up there. Okay. Um, I the first one that popped into my head was the idiots that try to put their bags, their luggage into the overhead <laughs> storage the wrong way, and they try closing it. Isn't that well documented now? Like you have to put it in sideways and not long ways yeah or else it's not going to close yeah that guy makes my list too uh I, I just feel like there's no possible way that everyone hasn't been briefed on that like you said so yeah exactly again i think there's a common sense gene there that's maybe missing but it's probably more so just being like a lazy dickhead and just chucking your bag up there the easy way also, within that same category, I want to throw in women who throw a purse up there, take up a whole spot when it can be just like underneath the seat. Oh, just ram your bag into the purse. Yeah, yeah. You're going to put, you're lumping in uh, people that take personal items and chuck them up there too. I yes. don't hate that. Yeah. Okay. I like Taking that. up as much space as possible. Yeah, agreed. Uh, here's another one I have. I don't. This one I might get some disagreement with from you guys, but anyone on the flight that takes any of the bullshit handouts, drinks, <laughs> food, anything, if you get excited for a bag of fucking Teddy Grahams on the flight, then you're an idiot. I can't stand it. And I will be judging hard. I'll, I'll take them. I'm not, like, excited about it. Yeah, I'm not afraid to uh, get some pretzels or something, but... Especially since I like to, I don't like to go chewing gum, but I want to chew on something while I'm uh, like descending. Oh, that chaw man. Get the ear, ears flight. Yeah. That's just you know a given. What? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I've grown immune to that. I need, I don't even chaw on it. I just. You can't be just gutting a chaw for like a cross country <laughs> flight on another note. But it sounds like you guys have taken the handout, so I'm going to remember that, boys. And you're on my list. <laughs> You've never had a little... I've never taken the handout. A Sprite or something? You know what? Damn it. I feel Some like H2O. I did take a Sprite one time. Or a water or something. I mean, for the most part, I'm always carrying on like a bottle of water and I'm going to bring like some goldfish or uh, some yeah. shit. Yeah, a $10 bottle of water that you had to pay for. Yeah, I'm not worried. A $500 flight ticket. I'm not worried about the the free <laughs> six ounces of water at that point that they give me on the plane. F that. I'm out on that. But I can back down a little bit. I'll say that if you're not like, like I said, the people that are like excited to get it, 
that just makes my blood boil. But if you're just reluctantly taking some some peanuts or something, I guess I I don't completely hate you. <laughs> what else we got, boys? Matchel, you got anything else? No, that other one was really the only one I came up with. Zig? Um, I was going to say anybody who cheers and claps at the end once you're back <laughs> on land. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Because nobody nobody cheers and claps for me when I show up to work and do my job. <laughs> like your stance. What if it's like an A-plus landing, though, Zig? Actually. If, if, here, I'll tell you this. If, there, if I'm on a flight and something terribly goes wrong and they tell us we're going to be lucky to land this plane <laughs> and then they land it, then I'll stand up and cheer. <laughs> As I was thinking through that and, myself, I did have one thought is how much work is that guy even doing up there? I feel like he's just chilling for the most part. Exactly. That plane's flying itself, I think, without knowing anything about anything. He's not doing <laughs> shit. So I think I'm with Zig. There's, <laughs> I'll go ahead and say this with 100% guarantee. I, you will never see me stand up on a plane and start clapping at the pilot. <laughs> yeah, I better not see that. <laughs> yeah, you won't. Trust me, you will not. I like that one. Uh, the last one I have is, again, this is probably controversial, but uh, if you lean your chair back, I just think you're an a-hole. Oh, yeah. No, I've never leaned my chair back. Okay, good. You guys are with that me. That shouldn't here. even be a thing. No, it shouldn't be a thing because it's so freaking inconsiderate. Oh, I will say this. If no one's behind you, then obviously I'm okay with it, but if you're leaning your chair back yeah. into someone... Unless, my knees are already jammed up into the back of your seat. Go ahead and shove that back a little back. bit more. Yeah. Can you imagine like how socially unacceptable that would be in a car? Like if the if you're in the back seat and the guy in the passenger seat just leaned back into you, you would just be like, "Hey, yeah. what what the hell are you doing?" But these people on flights just take advantage of the fact that you'll never see them again and they're just like, "Ah, good excuse to just take up uh all of the person behind me space." That's what we need. So I'm anti-leaning the chair back in pretty much any situation ever. I completely agree. All right. I think that wraps it up. We aired out a good four or five different people there. So it is time to move on to dumbest things of the week. I can start us off. Uh, I think I mentioned this already, but I was at the Penn State game. We started a tailgate bright and early. It was a 7.30 kick, and we probably fired things up at like 11 or so in the morning and a couple hours into it we had well maybe i'll do a little preface here trav and i start loading up the like this big ass cooler which bupper had brought down it's just like a comically large cooler just completely unnecessary but it was funny and we had like way too much <laughs> alcohol so we're like let's do it so we fill up this cooler I think the capacity on it was 250 beers. I'd say we probably had like 180 beers in it or something, plus the ice. And without really <laughs> thinking about it, uh, we load it, shut the lid, and pick it up to toss it in the rig. And both of us like damn near blow out our <laughs> shoulders <laughs> just trying to pick up this cooler. <laughs> okay, so now that I've aired that out, we have entirely too much alcohol because there's like, I don't know, eight of us or something, but we're expecting like some friends to come through, but 
there's we don't see any sort of event that will drink anywhere near this alcohol. But as it turns out, my little brother Dunny Boy shows up with a squad Ooh. of I'd say fifteen to twenty, and not Uh-oh. a single person brought beer. All of them over the age of twenty one, <laughs> not a single person brought beer. So well, they heard you guys had the big boy. They must have had inside reports or something. <laughs> and uh, so, so everyone got two beers, right? <laughs> everyone got two beers, and the cooler went from weighing four hundred pounds up? to five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we ended up surviving. Uh, and in Dunny Boy's defense, he said that there was some sort of text exchange with Trav before he showed up. That was. Something along the lines of, hey, do we need to bring beer? And there was there was a miscommunication. It's, it's still up for debate. Yeah, Griff, Griff, no. You, a group of 20 guy friends, yes. Yeah, I, I think maybe that was the miscommunication. I'm not sure. Or maybe the, the size of the group was largely uh, under-exaggerated in the text communication, but... I think Travman gave him somewhat of a green light that he should be fine, but things changed when he showed up with the 20 people. Oh boy. You guys sobered up once you saw that crew coming in, huh? Oh yeah. We were on high <laughs> alert. And then, um, I, I want to say this too, cause he probably listens to this. Uh, Cuss did redeem himself when one of the random bystanders tried to get in on our tailgate and start getting after some, uh, white claws. I think she got sticky fingers and uh, Cuss had to bust her. <laughs> he stepped in and shut her down from taking. She had like a handful of white there you go. and he's just like, ah, uh, sorry, I don't know you. And he, he shut her down and she put him back. There you go, Cuss. Protecting the cooler. So the dumbest hey, thing. As I, long as he, as long as he knows you though. Yeah. By all means. <laughs> yeah. As long as, as long as you're in his uh, crew. So the dumbest thing I saw this week was the crew of 20 plus showing up with uh, zero beers to a tailgate. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Matro, you got any dumb stuff? Um, yeah, I guess this isn't, this isn't that crazy, but so we're obviously moving at the end of October. So starting to try and find somebody to rent our place when we move out. So had a couple people come in to look at the place today. Uh, first one shows up, you know, takes a look. Everything's everything's good. Uh, second person was supposed to come at 4.30. Uh, never showed. So I just wasted like two hours of my day sitting around waiting for this person for them to not show up. Yeah, baby, burn them. <laughs> Luck, luckily, I had some foosball on the TV, so it could have been worse, but could have also <laughs> been doing. You are one pathetic loser. There it is. Could have also been doing a lot more. Yeah, that hurts, Matril. Yeah. So you're still on the lookout? Uh, I think at this point I've decided that even if they were to uh, show up, I wouldn't rent to them anyway. So okay. they're lost. It's fashionably late. Yeah. What do you got, Zig? Um, I've got two here. Um, we'll start off with the dumbest thing I did. I'm going to throw it back to last weekend. Um. And I'm not throwing anybody else under the bus for this. It wasn't my idea, but we went out, uh, boozing, hit a couple breweries, uh, had had a full day of boozing, in, and it rolls around to be like 8 o'clock at night, and we need to get some food, and 
Well, we went and uh, ordered sushi. And I'm just going to just this is also going to turn into a life pro tip is just don't go eating sushi when you're all dicked up. I was just going to say that sounds like, I don't know, the the last thing on earth I'd want to eat if I was boozing all day. I was I was hurting as as it was because I remember the Uber ride there. I was in the back seat, which is probably the worst place for me to be, but um just was I was spinning pretty hard. Spins, yeah. And, yeah. And then you know, just kind of kind of pulled it together as we were waiting, ordered a roll of sushi, and then as soon as I put the first bite in my mouth Nausea. I got up and hit, went straight to the bathroom and went chunk boys. <laughs> chunk boys. Verified chunk boys. Yeah. But I came back and crushed that roll. I was feeling so much better. Crushed that roll and just kept on going. Okay, that's hilarious. You just fought through the pain. I felt so much better after puking. Like I was a new man. That's awesome. The old boot and rally. Yeah, Putin rally. Well, yeah. I did go home after that. Like, went straight straight to bed. It was probably like nine o'clock. Hit the sushi roll and then hit the sack. <laughs> yeah, good way to clean up the night. Uh, yeah. I, I'm workshopping this theory, Zig, but I'm waiting for Big Worm to his plane to land so he can get back to me on this. But uh, we've been working the smelling salts at some of these sporting events. And I have a theory going that if you are experiencing nausea, a blast from a smelling salt seems to clear it up immediately. I agree. That's funny you bring that up because I do specifically remember, like, uh, during that night, I said, I wish that I had this. Yeah, I don't. I wish that I had the salts on me. I'm, <laughs> I wish that I had the salts. And then someone you were with said, bath salts? And you said, <laughs> I, that's just a, a claim I'm making with zero scientific evidence, but personal experience. I'm going to say it works. It either works or you just blow chunks on the spot. So either way, that's that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You either yeah. want it to work or get it over with, right? So Exactly. So life pro tip from me there. Keep a salt or two on hand. All right, and you have another one, Zig. Yeah, I had a dumbest thing that I heard this week. All right. And, uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna try to keep this as vague as possible. There was a new person somewhere. We're sitting around, and you can be helpful, like no matter what. Like it doesn't take too much to be helpful with something. Offer and, a helping hand. Yeah, I'm just gonna say the quote that I heard from this person's mouth was, "I didn't know where the outlets were." And I just remember (laughs) power sources. I just remember like in my head, I was like, did you think to look at the fucking walls? Yeah. (laughs) The first place I would check is the walls. And if you don't see them there, then check the floor after that. uh, (laughs) That's a pretty good response. If Neither of those locations work out. Gosh, I could not believe when I heard that. That's how you should have responded. Oh, uh, (laughs) did you think to check the fucking walls? (laughs) (laughs) that's uh yeah i think that moves up to the top of the leaderboard i don't know where to find the outlets they can be tricky sometimes yeah they really can be let's not be too harsh 
<laughs> all right, I love that one, Zig. That's good. Um, all right. So I think Snake, your uh, your fantasy pro tip is about to pay off here. Josh Gordon just uh, got into the end zone. Yeah, give him a couple weeks, Matchroll. <laughs> Not on my team. He should be. If you were to take him my pro tip, he should be on your team for two weeks. Actually, we're out of fantasy talk, <laughs> so moving along. Uh, time for some garbage, boys. That's garbage. Matchroll, you want to kick us off with garbage? Yeah, I think uh, it's time for my obligatory annual beginning of the football season. Fantasy football is garbage. Master, what did I just say? I know, I know, but I got to do it. I got sucked in a few years ago. I'm stuck in it now. And it's just one of the most frustrating things I've ever done. Okay, and can, it's garbage. Can I, I'll go ahead and give fantasy pro tip number three, which I never thought I'd be given. I came up with this earlier when Matra was complaining to me about his team. Fantasy football could be greatly improved if you didn't have to pick people to start and your whole team just got points. And then, yeah, I don't know. You could even like drop the least productive person on a week to week basis. But it's bullshit that when you pick someone to play and he shits the bed and the other guy lights it up, that you get punished for that. Yeah, I love that idea. We'll start our own uh, league next year. Actually, let's fire one up right now. Garbage heads. We'll use um, NFL.com. No, we use RT Sports. Yeah, we use RT Sports. <laughs> All right, perfect. I already know how that site works. Fire up your antivirus systems, garbage heads. <laughs> Hope those things are up to date. <laughs> All right. Fantasy football in general could make this list every week as garbage. Uh, you got anything, Zig? Yeah, I think I, I alluded to this a little bit. Oh, even earlier in the episode, I'm throwing the NCAA as garbage. Um, one, because there's a conspiracy theory out there that they shut down the college football Reddit streams. It confirmed. Yep. And then the other one is um, pretty much goes back to the dumb rationale that they approve and don't approve transfers within sports. So we talked about Justin Fields transferring to Ohio state because there's a better quarterback in front of him at Georgia and Tate Martell transferring to, um, Miami and not even playing because there's a better quarterback in front of him and an even better one transferring to his school. Um, for some reason those guys just get to play right away. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, then I'm, I'm not pulling up all the real details because I'm too lazy, but there was a guy on Virginia tech's team. He transferred there from, I want to say like Tennessee or something like that. And he transferred to Virginia tech to be closer to his mom who was going through like chemo and stuff. She was diagnosed with cancer. Yep. And the, uh, NCAA says you got to sit out this year, bud. Yeah, he's not the only example too. I know who you're talking about. There's a and 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 one of their rationale was that he's still not within a hundred mile radius of home, like where his mom is being treated. Well, that's a good point because cars don't exist. So yeah, yeah, and you would never, uh, no one could ever imagine driving over a hundred miles to get to their hometown. Yeah, I know, but 
Um, there's a, I know there's another one with like a same exact situation, some tight end. I think his name's Luke Ford. Um, uh, but yeah, the consistency is amazing. I'm not sure how it's working. Like what strings these people are pulling, like Tate Martell that is allowed to transfer. But you would think that common sense would prevail at some point. I'm not saying don't let them transfer, but I'm pretty sure that the uh, like if you transfer from one D1 school to another, like what that uh, that guy on Oklahoma, he he transferred and did the same thing. He didn't have to sit out a year. I'm almost positive that that's a rule, and they're just pulling some strings somehow. Well, it's well like Justin a- Fields claimed hardship. Yeah, hardship. There's somebody better than me in front of me at my current school. <laughs> yeah, I think he had some other story, but you can, I guess, fabricate anything for the most part as long as you're just not telling as, the NCAA as long as that you have a sick relative. Is that the idea? Yeah. Do you guys ever see, uh, if I get up early enough in the morning and watch Sports Center, I'll see this, but the Scott Van Pelt, he does like his one big thing. You ever see that? I know what it is, yeah. He basically goes on a rant or something. And yeah. he did that. He did the Virginia Tech guy. And if you wanna if you guys wanna get the details, I'd go YouTube that or something. But it's just absolute absolutely ridiculous. NCAA is probably the finest institution I saw this in the guy United in, States. Uh, yeah, we hit Walmart before the game on Saturday in State College, and I saw this guy who looked like Mark Emmert. And I thought about just going up to him and bitching him out just for looking like Mark Emmert. <laughs> Didn't do it, though. Still regretting it. As always, just making some some key uh, wise decisions from the NCAA. Yeah. yeah, a full agreement from me there, Zig. I could probably figure out a better solution on that front. I think you tipped us off to that one earlier in the week. I thought you might go that route. I also tried to tip you guys off to mine. And I said the Weather Channel was going to be making a reappearance. Oh, yes. So the Weather Channel is my garbage. I don't think you'll know where I'm going with this. Do you guys have any idea? It's not that um, they make you subscribe for the good forecast or whatever that was. That's <laughs> not it. But there's been a big event in the weather world. Maybe Dorian? Yeah, the hurricane? Yeah. I've heard about it. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the Weather Channel just rooting for people to die in a hurricane to drive people to their site oh i was thinking the same exact thing i saw some poor sucker in the bahamas that they obviously sent there is that the route that you're going with this that's yeah i mean it's all this under the same umbrella the fact that these people get like hard-ons to report this stuff i think is a little odd like i understand they're the weather channel but at no point do I flick on the news and like want to see like the ticker of the death toll. Like I'm good. I, I understand what the hurricane's doing. Um, why don't you just tell me where it is and what kind of forecast you're projecting and stop like being inspired to report on deaths from the hurricane. I feel yeah. like, I feel like the most profitable time of year is this time of year for those people. Oh, for sure. And I think that's like, I, that's like weather forecasting in general. Just like the sensationalism is of it is just garbage to me. I can't believe I was watching a Weather Channel reporter. Like obviously they sent this guy there. Yeah, with the, and with the I'm stupid. Like, can ass, you imagine like, everybody? 
everybody is leaving and then they're like hey what's this plane doing they're coming in no the best like, part oh, is that's that's the weather channel guy he's got to stand out here and do the stupid shot where you can't hear a thing he's saying because yeah. the wind's blowing so hard. <laughs> you know, my favorite part about that zig is um, the fact that the Bahamas is probably just littered with people that can't afford to leave, and the Weather Channel is going to fly like a fucking jumbo jet into the Bahamas so that guy can stand out there. Yeah. And have you ever seen? I'll have to send you guys these. There's videos of these people like standing at an angle, like pretending to just be blown back by this wind, and then like. Some casual pedestrian will walk by in the back. Just walks by. Yeah. Yes. They get busted doing that shit all the time. <laughs> so they're just like, why are these guys leaning into the wind so hard? Yeah, it's just blowing like five miles an hour. Just leaning into some non existent wind. I love the Weather Channel. So they're back on the on the hot seat for me and I think they're garbage. So that I'm really just with it. Yeah. that just leaves you, Matchel. You just need to put them on the on the garbage list and then we'll have the trifecta down because I think I right. hit them a couple weeks ago. Well, I'd probably have to turn on the weather channel to even <laughs> well use the give weather them a shot app. at garbage. Yeah. Uh, use that app. That's the garbage for this week. That's the episode for this week. Episode 38. Did anyone ever come up with a number 38? I looked one up. Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Kurt Schilling yeah, good. There you go. He's the, like the only one in the books. 38. Zay, great to have you back. Looking forward to firing it up and chopping it up again next week, boys. Yeah, it was good to be back. Uh, Matchel, give the closing information, please. Uh, shouldn't Zig have to do it? I don't know if I've ever asked Zig to do it. Zig, close it out with uh, where they can hit us at. Uh, I've been waiting for this one, fellas. <laughs> um, so call in, leave us a voicemail, 424 424- Two three five forty two oh five. Very good. And the social. Um, that's underscore garbage. And last week I must have said that like a question because Matro busted me on the technicality. He wanted to that's know if there was a question mark. Garbage. There is no no question mark at the end. Confirmed. It's a definitive social media account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not on the fence. Hey, go visit the Facebook page. Oh please! If oh, it's not deactivated man. yet. <laughs> fresh kids sounds good. Fresh kids sounds good. Yeah. Fresh kids sounds good. Fresh kids oh yeah, we back. Owens oh, iPhone, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. That's garbage. That's garbage. That's garbage. That's fucking yeah. Hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. More money, more problems. When I get it, I'm a pal enough. Now I'm dope. Want the bread? We can toast. So fresh, how we flow? Everybody get this down. Sig, how's your carburetor doing? Uh, once I ran some antifreeze coolant through it and drained the lug nuts, it was running like a champ. Oh, you are running working fluid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. How's Thank the, God you drained those lug nuts. And it's intercepted. Bailey, the other way. 